Listen, all you New Yorkers. This is the 77 WABC minicast. It's time for a radio royalty with James Golden and America's Princess of Policy, Princess Di. Oh, yes, Her Majesty is back with us. We missed you so much last week, Your Majesty, Your Royalness, Your Highnessness. Oh, I missed you too. And I'm so happy you're here. And no, I'm not going to be obsessed with Fanny, the Fanny, while talking with you, Your Majesty. I'm getting complaints from people on tech. You seem to be obsessed with the Fanny. I am not obsessed with the Fanny. This is news. Anyway, I'm sorry. Well, you know, your caller was right. I have heard recently the pronunciation is Fanny, but that was never the pronunciation until you started doing your bit on the Fanny. <laughs> so I think the entire news media decided to change the pronunciation because it was a problem. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a problem. It's not a problem for old Nate, though. He loved the Fanny. And I just think somebody just said Nate must be a really good tapper. Nate, is, look, how do you go from traffic court I'm sorry, I said I wasn't going to talk about this with you, but I'm obsessed. How do you, Princess Di, how do you get elevated from working traffic court? Do you agree with me? Am I wrong in looking at it like this? This is the most powerful criminal, this is the most historic criminal case that we have ever had in the United States. A political criminal case. We've never seen anything like this, have we? Or am I wrong? Well, it is Georgia, on the other hand, and and as you know from just the little bit you've seen, and you're not talking just Democrats, but Democrats and Republicans, and the entire political uh, structure in Georgia is good old boys, old school of both parties. And so that is just how it works there. And not only Georgia, there are a lot of, of areas like that in this country that need reform. Georgia? Georgia. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, this, this Secretary of State down there, please, Rhino, the governor. I used to think governor was, was a conservative, and frankly, I don't want to call the guy a Rhino, but whatever. Well, I'm, he is not I'm just not acting on he has the ability to take action on the obvious corruption in this situation and he is just hands off. He is perfectly happy with the Fanny Fanny and the entire all the shenanigans going on. Well, okay. at least he's keeping his hands off to Fanny. That's more than we can say about this guy, Nate. Look, I mean, how do you go from traffic court to working the most powerful political case? the most important historically political case in our nation's history, and you're elevated from traffic court. Why does this surprise you? Is this any different than any of the <coughs> other arrangements that we see in the political world every day? Hmm. Interesting question. <clears throat> All right, let's talk black vote and barber shops. ABC News. You know, they have to go to some guy that says, yep, yep, go to the the black, the barbershop. Why, they're the country clubs for black America, the barbershop. I have never in my life viewed a barbershop as a country club, Diana. I'm sorry. I, I resent the whole notion that somehow a barbershop is a freaking country club for black America. Really? 
But this is what you get out of ABC News. Uh, where's the watermelon, ABC? Come on, if you're going to do that, tell us we like watermelon too, and why don't we dance a jig for you while we're at it? I mean, and, and can we, can I have a mint julep too? I mean, really? Uh, okay, so ABC News, we got to go to the barbershops to find out what black Americans think about poor old Joe Biden. And because this is where they're going to make the stand. This is South Carolina. South Carolina. And that's where it's all going to come. Because we finally got rid of them pesky white people up there in New Hampshire and Iowa. We're too white. And we're going to finally get to the nub of Democrat politics and let the black people have a turn in South Carolina and tell us who the next president's going to be. Um, yeah. How are they doing with their let's get the black vote operation in South Carolina? Well, I'm so glad we have a chance to talk about this today because, James, today is the Democrat primary in South Carolina. And it is really a cynical arrangement. The Democrat Party knows they have no chance of winning the state in the presidency. This is going to be won by the Republicans most likely Donald Trump, but they've made this primary gift, you know, in return for political gain that was provided by James Clyburn, the congressman there, who helped uh, Biden in his first election when he was failing and not doing well. All of a sudden, there was a scheme that Clyburn and Obama arranged, Obama behind the scenes, where all the other uh, uh, candidates dropped out and they gave it to Biden. And South Carolina is being rewarded today 100 percent because of racial reasons. It is the most cynical racism. And of course, that is typically from the Democrat Party. And it also shows you, you live by identity politics, you're going to die by identity politics. And that has been the Democrat Party political situation for 70 years. And this particular primary, which is today, the Republican primary isn't until the 24th of this month, is 100 percent racial. That's all this is. They're, and, and they're in, in trouble, the Democrats are. They cannot gin up any enthusiasm for Biden. And so they're doing this usual cynical tour of, you know, racially, you know, honored places, which is black colleges or um, barbershops and political has a piece on the soul food restaurant that Democrats <laughs> Oh, this is hysterical, Diane. I'm, I hadn't seen this story until you sent me, until you sent it to me, and I just can't stop laughing. This is hysterical. <laughs> yes, Hannibal's Kitchen in Charleston is... Uh, Hannibal's Kitchen. Yes, Hannibal's Kitchen is the name of the restaurant. It's a soul food restaurant, and this is the place that politicians, according to uh, Politico, flock to every four years. And so Biden's been there. There's a lot of Democrat operatives that are being uh, sent there. 
as well as the country club barber shops and the black churches and the and the uh, traditionally black colleges. And it isn't working, which is the thing that is so fun about this because there is so little enthusiasm among the African American, especially the youth vote that they are struggling just to get people to come to their little rallies. And they have been sending out all of the usual political operatives and the local politicians to these places, and they're not getting anybody to come in. There was this one Politico uh, leads uh, that article. There was a whole bunch of visitors from Scandinavia at the restaurant. And they- yeah, so they go to this gold food restaurant looking for the black voters, and instead they end up with about 16 white Danish political tourists. In other words, the Vikings. They went looking for the black vote and they found the Vikings sitting in a soul food restaurant. It's the Vikings. I'm surprised Uhtred wasn't there. Uhtred would have probably just, I mean, (laughs) Uhtred, I don't like Spidey. I'd rather have Alfred the Great. I mean, come on. (laughs) But it just shows you that the lack of political forward thinking among the Democrat uh, operatives, this is old school Democrat, you know, organizing, and they haven't changed with the times, and they haven't noticed that the, the generation coming up is not malleable like the older people have been consistently because the young people see the results. And they're like, this is not working. There's a, a lot of vocal enthusiasm that you see for Trump among, um, and now I'm not sure what the numbers are going to be, but there are people who are willing to go on the record from the younger African-American community and saying that they like Trump and they're going to vote for him. And Like yeah, Snoop Dogg. Like, yeah. well, Snoop Dogg didn't say he was going to vote for him, no, but Snoop but- Dogg changed his tune. All of a sudden, Snoop Dogg out talking about, I love Trump. Trump ain't done nothing to hurt me. 